Welcome to Pedagog, a podcast about teachers talking writing. I'm your host, Shane Wood. Pedagog launched in 2019 with the goal of amplifying perspectives and experiences on teaching writing across institutions. For the most part, I feel like the podcast has promoted a wide range of perspectives across post-secondary education context. Starting out, my hope was for Pedagog to be a platform that fills gaps in more traditional alphabetic scholarship, which often privileges teachers situated in more research-intensive universities that have space and time to publish. I wanted the podcast to be a space that embraces and showcases experiences and knowledges from all types of classrooms for us to consider and think about what teaching writing looks like, what it means to teach writing in different contexts, from two-year colleges to historically black colleges and universities, to Hispanic-serving institutions, to private colleges, to small liberal arts colleges, to large and small public universities. Through all these episodes, there's still something missing. The voices and perspectives of teachers at tribal colleges and universities. I taught basic writing and first year composition at a tribal college as an adjunct for almost two years. And those students and classrooms impacted my perception and understanding of teaching more than any other context. There are currently 32 fully accredited tribal colleges and universities in the United States serving approximately 30,000 full-time and part-time students according to the U.S. Department of Education. This is the fourth episode in a 10-week series that highlights tribal colleges and universities. In this episode, Todd Van de Slunt talks about teaching at La Couturier Ojibwe University, student success, writing assignments on Ojibwe culture, free rights, and what he wished people knew about tribal colleges and universities. Um, I think the biggest thing is is understanding that we that we are here. You know, a lot of times you get that we have a university. No, well, yeah, we do actually. <laughs> you know, and we do a lot of great things. We try to we try to do as much as we can with establishing um, in the community, especially with our um, career services and student services, reaching out and having our our career fairs and getting people to come in and 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 doing career fairs and resource fairs for our students and connecting them with with things in the community and just getting the community to realize that we're that we're here and we're part of them. Todd Van DeSlunt received his BA from Ripon College, currently working on a master's in composition at Liberty University. He works at Lacoudre Ojibwe University in Hayward, Wisconsin, where he is the peer mentor advisor and writing lab coordinator. He is also an adjunct instructor for the English 108 College Writing Research and Reading course for first-year students, which teaches basic methods of college research and writing and preparation for their chosen fields of study. Todd, thanks so much for joining us. You teach at La Couture Ojibwe University. Can you talk more about your institutional context? Sure. We, uh, um, our student body is mostly Native. And mostly identify as native, most of them identify as female. Um, we do get in our nursing program a little bit more diverse. We get um, some students from the Minneapolis St. Paul area that are Somali immigrants or you know from the um, from Somalia and they come over for our our nursing program to get a, a start. Um, we offer two first year writing courses. We do English 108 and English 109. I mostly deal with English 108, which is college writing, reading and research. And 109 is just advanced. So you just stick an advanced on the front of that and you get the 
get the course there. We have uh, one full-time faculty and about two to three adjuncts. Uh, it's myself and one of the um, tribal grant writers actually has her master's in English as well. So she teaches those classes. And then we brought on another adjunct this summer to help um, fill a couple of positions that we had. Um, yeah, it's mostly Ojibwe. We do have a few different tribes in the area. We have a couple of outreach sites. We have our main one here at Makuturay Reservation in Hayward. Then um, up in Red Cliff, we have one, which is by like Bayfield, which is way on the tip top of Wisconsin. And we have another one in Bad River. And then we have another outreach uh, outreach site in Lac de Flambeau. So we do, we do do a lot of online because we have students that, you know, are at those outreach sites, but then they can take the class that's offered at the main campus. So we do hybrid and, and online classes a lot. Todd, what guides your approach to teaching writing? What are some pedagogical values or ideas that you want students to take from your classes and maybe even some texts or assignments that you bring into class? My approach to teaching the writing is focused on on student success, first and foremost. I want them to be successful in our classes. Um, I want them to come away from my class more confident in their abilities. Um, so oftentimes, you know, and it's, it's, it's not specific to TCUs, but a lot of times college students come in and they're just not, oh, I don't, I can't write. Whereas, you know, if they're given the proper instruction and, and those types of things and encouragement, you know, they may not be you know, they're not going to write the next Pulitzer Prize winning thing, but they can write a, a coherent report, you know, or a coherent essay and be able to to um, formulate ideas and, and opinions confidently. And the biggest thing, like I said, that I hope that they take away from my class other than confidence is really critical thinking skills, you know, being being more critical about the sources they use. So we do a lot of, I do a lot of um, like annotated bibs and stuff like that to really get them to evaluate, okay, this source is about your your article, but it's coming from a .com. How valuable is that compared to if you would have got it from a .edu or, a, you know, a .org, which usually has a little more credibility to, to the information that they're getting. Um, in 108, I focus my two major writing um, assignments on exploration of Ojibwe culture. So their first, their first midterm is a descriptive narrative or descriptive essay, and they talk about their experience with nature. You know, is it a spiritual experience or some somehow where they made a connection with nature? And then their final paper is um, we do a Wikipedia style, so they do like a table of contents and subheadings and all that kind of stuff, and kind of put it together. But it has to be something like you know spearing or treaty rights or something that has to do with with their um, Ojibwe culture um I had a girl this this summer as a matter of fact she's like oh I, I kind of want to do this but it kind of sounds goofy and I'm like why does that sound goofy it's part of your culture it's part of your heritage if that's something that connected you and your daughter and it's part of tradition yeah write about that you know absolutely how do students at Lakure Ojibwe University respond to these texts and assignments um, once they understand that they that I'm not hamstringing them, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to get them into a sphere where this is what you have to write about. I give them some prompts and then, you know, give them the the, the leeway to write about whatever their experience is and, and give give validity to, you know, the experiences that they've had. Uh, I think one of the one of the in-class assignments that works really well is we do 10 minute free writes every class and you know sometimes i'll structure it depending on what we're talking about 
But a lot of times, you know, it'll just be a loose, you know, what did you do? What are you doing this coming up weekend? Like before 4th of July, that was the free write. You know, what are you going to do over 4th of July? Just write about whatever, 10 minutes. I don't care about structure. We don't care about, you know, grammar, any of that stuff. Just write down on the paper, whatever, whatever you feel you want to write about. And it kind of just helps them to, to understand the writing process and really kind of figure out how to get over that writer's block. And, you know, we tie that free write into their, you know, their narrative essay or their descriptive essay in their, and their um, paper at the end so that they can kind of have that stepping stone to, all right, well, I can't really think of anything. I'm just going to start writing stuff and then go back through and see if there's anything in that free write that sticks out to you that you can pull out of there and use. What are some challenges to teaching writing at Lakure Ojibwe University? Yeah, a couple of, a couple of different things, you know, the, the, some of the things, some of the biggest things that I see for students is um, the the Ojibwe culture is is big on family, and you know if something happens in the family, uh, it's very matriarchal. So if something happens in the family, that's going to take precedence over whatever else they're doing. You know, and that plays into the second one where it's that communication. I think is the biggest thing. You know, ask for help. You know, and that and like again, that's not. It's not um, exclusive to TCUs. You know, we as we as humans don't like to ask for help. We don't want to, you know, have to ask somebody else to to help us out with stuff. But if we don't ask, you know, that answer is always going to be no. If you don't ask me, you know, if you tell me, hey, something happened and I need a, a day or two to get this assignment in. Yeah, not a problem. I understand life happens. Like I said, you know, you got three kids. I got four kids. We know life, you know, life's going on. But as long as you communicate to me, and do those kinds of things. You know, I do the same thing with my assignments. You hand your assignments in on time. Say you get a 40 out of 50 on your descriptive essay. I'll make my comments, send it back to you. You fix them and, you know, I'll change your grade. You can go from a B to an A. I have no issue with that as long as, you know, it's in on time or you communicate to me why you can't, you know, what, what came up that you weren't able to get that in on time. But yeah, I think that's the, that's the biggest thing is just that communication, understanding that we're here to, to help you succeed in your academic career, but I can only do so much. I can only send so many emails. You got to respond back to me or it's, you know, not going to do any good. It's been hard for me to do, to give that leniency just because I'm more of a traditional, I mean, I'm almost 50 years old in my undergrad and, and doing my master's. I'm the kind of guy that if I got to get, if there's a deadline, I want to get it in on the deadline. I don't want to, you know, take those extra, but to understand the the differences in the dynamic of what the issues that people are facing now and, and allowing them that leeway, you know, of a day or two, if they need to get their assignment in, you know, that, you know, allowing them that. What do you enjoy the most about teaching writing in your institutional context? Um, I love it when my student, when I can see the confidence on my students' faces or when they really, you know, like get a concept or they're really, I had, I use this example of the, the class that I just had. I had somebody that was really overthinking stuff, like beating herself up about it. And I'm like, now you're overthinking it. Oh, this is all, this is all I'm looking for. Oh, well, that's nice. Now I know I'm not, I'm not as stressed out, you know? And I told, told the person, you know, email me. If you have questions like that, just email me and I'll, I'll explain it if I can, you know, and that to, to ease your tensions, because I don't want this to be stressful. I want this to be, you know, you know, I don't want you to look back on it and be like, man, English 108 was horrible class. I can't believe I had to take that and whatever I want it to be as enjoyable experience as, as possibly, 
it can be. So this is my last question. What do you wish people knew or understood more about tribal colleges and universities? Um, I think the biggest thing is, is understanding that we, that we are here. You know, a lot of times you get that we have a university. No, well, yeah, we do actually, <laughs> you know, and we do a lot of great things. We try to, we try to do as much as we can with establishing um, in the community, especially with our um, career services and student services, reaching out and having our, our career fairs and getting people to come in and, and, and doing career fairs and resource fairs for our students and connecting them with, with things in the community and just getting the community to realize that we're, that we're here and we're part of them and we're trying to train, you know, their next generation of workers. So you know, finding out from from employers what kind of skills and stuff that they're looking for so that we can make sure that our students have those when they get out. But just, you know, understanding that this is this is a great stepping stone for a lot of people, especially um, in this community. We, we uh, you know, do a lot of scholarships and stuff and is, we're fairly inexpensive to go to to sort of start out here your first two years. And then we have um, partnerships with some, you know, bigger universities public public and state universities that will take our credits and transfer right in that they can go to a, a, a prestigious or you know a four-year college if they want to advance or they can stay here i mean we run all the way up to a master's program we have two master's programs right now so you know they can do their bachelor's and master's all all right at home you know on on their own pace thanks todd and thank you pedagogue listeners and followers until next time